You're listening to OneOfUs.net. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Well, talk about the slow and the mildly angry. <laughs> eh, eh, that's, that's a little witty. That's, uh, that's a little tiny bit. Very little. Witty. Very, very little. Very little wit. Well, uh, which was like, your rap name? Is, that's supposed <laughs> to be a fast <laughs> little wit. <laughs> little wit. <laughs> supposed to be a fast. No, wait, wait, wait. There's already a See, little twit. It's supposed now, to be uh, a joke. If, I don't know 100% if it worked. If there's a question after you say a joke, yeah. that means it probably didn't work. If, if you have to say it was a joke, it didn't work. Or explain the joke. Well, like he didn't get it was a Fast and the Furious reference. I mean, I it took a little bit. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you want, you want that pause where people are thinking. Before they laugh. Well, that's you most, want the silence. Yeah, that's most of my jokes. Just thinkers and then... My uh, That's where it got yeah. me. Wait, and so you worked on this before. <laughs> I worked show. on it for two and a half hours. I was going to say, like, <laughs> this wasn't off the cuff. You wrote that down. Yeah. You I, read it and thought... He designed it I, like I actually Ferrari. test this on X and just to see, hey, does this work? And everyone's You were like, on ecstasy? No you wonder you loved it. You should have tasted You should have tested <laughs> you it. You notice how that joke sort of flew downward. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Oh, but didn't have any gas. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Pump the brakes now. Good good transition. You're going to crash and burn. Maybe. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's just crashing. Can we just start over? Yeah. Does somebody else want to actually be the lead on this one? I'm a fan of man. All right. Does that work? (laughs) So we're talking about Ferrari, the new Michael Mann movie. And his his uh, first movie in over 12 years. Is is it really that long since Black Hat? Black Hat came out in 2012. Wow. Well, I thought they could well, release it in the same year as Avengers and get that Avengers money. Wow, well, yeah, so that yeah, movie yeah. is old enough now for uh, Jared Leto to be interested in it. <laughs> hey, now you've been working on that for two oh, and a half I know, hours. we talked about it in the car there earlier. He, he might be a pedophile. Anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, Jared Leto, who is not in this movie. No, no, no not no, at no, all. No, no. no, I thought Paolo Gucci was in there. Okay, so. Only his accent intermittently showed up in this movie. Someone had it. Uh, so Michael Mann decided to do a film about Ferrari, uh, Enzo Ferrari. Uh, famous for the race cars and going through a portion of his life where he is and this is like right out of the gate so it's not like I'm spoiling anything that uh, evidently he liked women and uh, he had a couple of different relationships one with uh, Shailene Woodley playing uh, Lena Larding and then also his wife and Penelope Cruz uh, playing Laura Ferrari. Now, um, it's established that he is keeping these two lives separate while at the same time trying to run Ferrari not into the ground and trying to win the, the Douglas race. It's like the one of the biggest races. Like, that's really what's gearing towards. And there's a lot of, like, you know, characters that are these new drivers. Really just they're trying to beat Maserati. And that's kind of it so my review uh the score of this movie now so uh this it's an interesting enough 
I would say, and I would love to talk about this with you guys. I learned some stuff. I definitely learned some stuff. The the whole thing with them winning the race is for publicity, really, to uh, increase sales. Sales. Because right now they're only selling under Uh, 100 100, manufacturing. 98 cars, yeah. Right. Because this is, I guess, before people that weren't royalty or super wealthy were buying right. sports cars because it was taking place in 1957 Seven, i believe yeah. when yeah. it uh, started I mean, anyway. he has to he has to win races to sell cars because his passion is making race cars right not cars for like people to drive, people to drive. right right and to complicate the issue part of the reason he has had any success is because his wife uh is very good at running this business mm-hmm. and she's intricately tied up in all of it as, as we find out that because of the Nazis during World War II, he had to kind of do some quick legal uh, trickery and signed over everything over to her. Uh, and she is not letting that go. No, because she she knows that he's up to... He's Tomcatting around. Tomcatting around. But with me uh, are my other Tomcats. Uh, I have Nathan. Hello, hello. I have the biggest Tomcat in the world, Eric. I am the fattest <laughs> that I've ever been as a Tomcat. <laughs> And Marco. And hello. Uh, I am house trained, house broken, and all of that. Now, one of the things you could definitely say about Michael Mann movies is that they're usually, I would say, are like a technical feat. Uh, oh, with, always. With, with this one specifically, the, the sound design is pretty incredible. We got to see in this like 40X theater, like I, the seats were rumbling. I thought the digital uh, photography of Italy looked stunning. As it well. was great. There's yeah. oh, definitely was shots beautiful. when they're yeah. driving around in the countryside. I was like, holy shit, this looks like fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's in Italy? Like, that looks amazing. Yeah. Beautiful in the countryside. I was going. Oh, I'm just saying, if there are any special effects, they are seamlessly incorporated into the film. Yeah. As well. This is yeah. very practical. I mean, uh, there's one really good, apart from this, sure. one other really good race car movie that I saw this year, which was Gran Turismo. That's very modern. Oh, oh yeah. it's a generic movie. Right. Generic a underdog. Good race car movie. But the yeah. race car sequences were incredible, were inventive. You always knew where you were. Yeah. There was a lot of innovative type ways of shooting it because it works more in the modern era. You can feel man kind of going like, I have to do this kind of how they would have done in the 1950s. Right. And this was, for me, my biggest issue, because they get to the Mila Miglia, or whatever it's called, yeah. which is the big race at the end, which is literally through towns, through the country. They're going across the countryside. I mean, right. people yeah. are like, I guess they must have told everybody weeks in advance, hey, be off the street uh, when this There's happens. Like, have you seen Death Race? No, yeah. it hasn't come out yet. Oh, you'll love it. <laughs> what yeah. are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> but that's some, some of the most intense stuff, when you like realize that there are people involved, and these guys are just, they're not on professional courses. They are just driving down the mm-hmm. road. And it's difficult to to find figure out and i know i'm not the only one no i it's difficult to tell who's who yeah i just turned 39 and so obviously my peepers are going out and uh and also just my (laughs) and your pooper no no no, (laughs) that's a separate problem but it it was it was very difficult at times during that race to figure out like who the wait all of the the guys ferrari has at least five drivers in the race yeah who all kind of have their own personality and all the goddamn cars are red they're all red everybody's yeah. wearing a helmet and goggles and yeah. that is absolutely how they would have done it it is true mm. to the period but boy it makes it something you kind of wish there was some kind of titles on the screen going so and so position number four oh, just, sure just so you yeah. kind of had yeah. some kind of recap but no, he throws you into the deep end, and he does that the whole movie constantly. Yeah. Ferrari I mean, is meeting people, yeah. But Ferrari's constantly meeting people and just going like, "Hi, how you doing? Good to see you." And you're like, is this guy important? No, never important. You never see him again. Yeah, it's just 
constantly throwing characters at you. But I, I think the the biggest point of the movie is not necessarily the racing. Mm-hmm. It is really the relationships between him and Penelope, Penelope Cruz and Shailene Woodley. Because yeah. uh, that is like the, the core of the film of That's him trying to the balance yeah. these mm-hmm. two relationships. Because he does have a son, uh, Piero, uh, with uh, Lonnie. I've already forgot her name. Uh, Shailene Woodley's uh, character. And uh, and their uh, uh, previous son with uh, Penelope Cruz died of, of a uh, long illness. It sounds yeah. like yeah. So uh, they're so he's under a lot of pressure. Yeah, there's a I lot mean, of yeah. things going on. Two families and a job. Yeah, <laughs> don't do it. Like like all Michael Mann movies, it's about a closed off man. Yeah. who isolates all of his problems from the world and is unable to discuss. Uh, be. Uh, Unable to discuss his feelings because of the prison that is masculinity. Uh, yeah, that's exactly so it. So let's roll into your final thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, you're not going to get a better summation than what Nathan yeah. just said. I mean, that does nail the man aesthetic. That mm-hmm. is what I, uh, one of the scenes I really liked was after um, Penelope Cruz learns that he has a son mm-hmm. and uh, he's bought a house that this woman is living in. That uh, his, I guess the head of the uh, engineering garage, whatever, the guy that we are hanging out with, and they're talking through one of the cars, and in between talk of cars, he'll say one thing like, so she knows, and they'll say, what do you want to do? And then he'll answer with something about the car, Yeah, and it's this sort of little dance that's really well written, and Mm -hmm. I think executed well. Yeah, there's wonderful little moments like that, Mm -hmm. where they almost feel like little French scenes, somebody walks into the scene, they Mm -hmm. do a... They do their bit and then they move out. Yeah. And there's a lot of times when scenes seem to cut and like, oh, I thought this was an important moment. No, it's not. Again, knowing it's Michael Mann, there's probably a director's cut out here. This mm. is a pretty lean two hours and 10 minutes, but I feel like the missing material is what actually paradoxically makes this move slowly. And a movie about race cars shouldn't move this slowly. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's what I, I feel like there are the it's it's parts are greater than the sum total. I think there are really, really yeah. beautifully done elements to the movie, but as a whole, the engine doesn't run. Oh, man. I know, so, right? I so know. many good ones. Do you got one, Nathan? Uh, I think <laughs> come I'm, on. I know you're going to come in clutch. Come I mean, <laughs> I found that this movie switched to second gear when it, uh, <laughs> when it showed uh, there's an event that happens that I'm not going to spoil, sure, but yeah. one of the most horrific things I've seen all year. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, that is, that uh, was you, genuinely... You haven't seen a couple movies well, then. But it was surprising. <laughs> no, no, it was it, very Even surprising. though I felt like yeah. we were being obviously set up for something like that to occur, right. actually, right. the moment it happened, I was taken aback. Yeah. again, I think a big portion of that was because of the sound design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also just the way it's shot, but that yeah. is a running theme throughout the film. You know, Ferrari, we find out, because he is so... He's so damn invested in winning mm-hmm. that he's kind of... Actually, he's kind of a monster at times. I mean, he's berating his drivers, like basically telling them like, oh, you did this thing because you were worried about being safe and we lost. Yeah. And if you get in my car, you have to be willing to die. I mean, he doesn't quite say it that way, but that's basically that's what he's saying. Yeah. He's he like, says like Maserati is willing to die. They're yeah. willing to win 
but you guys are also willing to lose. And, and when a driver dies, sometimes he's just like, okay, hey, I, I lose drivers. I'll get another one. But pushing down like his reaction to it, because he, clearly he's going through something when that happens, but he's not going to articulate it. You do get moments where he lets it all out, and it's <clears throat> never showy because driver is very, very, very subtle in this movie, even yeah. with the accent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like, mean, he doesn't overdo the accent. Yeah, either. I mean, he no. doesn't nail it at any point, but he never overdoes it, and I always am bought into the reality of his character. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. It, is a, it is a callback to those older films, I mean, that, that Hollywood used to make all the time, which was like, we got a bunch of guys, and they're all walking in with more or less some kind of accent, mm. and you just kind of go like, yeah, okay, I believe that guy's... Sure, Dick Van Dyke is a Cockney. Sure, I, 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 buy I don't it. know that anybody ever bought. And no sure, one ever Joaquin bought that. Phoenix is Napoleon. Yeah, well, that seems to be coming back, and it's just this throwback I'm to Napoleon. this old style of filmmaking. I mean, I, mean, I like this it. is this is practically the prequel to Ford versus Ferrari, which also yeah, I mean they felt, reference it quite a bit. Yeah, which is definitely the film that kind of feels most connected to this. Yeah, uh, even though Ferrari's not a major character in it. It's like the other side. Yeah, it's the other side. I mean, side man of that. was supposed to direct Ford v. Ferrari. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Oh, I would assume really. wouldn't have been such a sweet dad film. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, it would still be a dad film. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. This is a much more complicated dad film because I think it's really the female characters who ultimately you end yeah, up feeling exactly. more connected to. I mean, yep. I don't. I don't think it's a spoiler to say that this movie ends like most Michael Mann films where it's like we're just left with the consequences of what happened. <laughs> and right, we're just right. going to... Wait, how do how do we all continue on after this? It, it feels right. abrupt. Yeah, it, it always it always feels abrupt when he does that though. Oh, Which it, I want to shout uh, out first off MVP Pen- Penelope Cruz. Oh, her performance she is great, incredible. And I want to know. I'm curious. Did anyone else occasionally were they were you bothered by I, Adam Driver, wonderful actor, and I thought he did an excellent job in this. The fact that he was. A younger man in some prosthetic makeup every now and again I found distracting. It never really bothered me. A, a little bit with the hairline, but I, I mean, feel like I the, ha- the hairline like... is where my eye kept landing, and it's not something I'm usually obsessed with. I mean, I don't care no. if actors are under layers of makeup, but something about it, I don't know, struck me. I mean, I it's mean, also uh, so shot in digital, you know. It, it, the yeah. digital effects do tend to highlight. I mean, I could see spirit gum sometime around the edges of the yeah. hairline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just and found it myself kudos, noticing it. Yeah, kudos to whoever it was who had to glue his ear back every day. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, that. The man has oh, big sure. ears, yeah, and they yeah. bend it down so it's not distracting. So it didn't bother me. I, I was invested in him as this character because mm-hmm. he's very committed to it. Oh, yeah. And Wonderful. he knows how to underplay it. It's a it's a purposefully underwritten role. It's mm-hmm. not a guy who talks a lot. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. gets that across beautifully. And that's where I, I think I fail to really connect with the film more than like other Michael Mann's movies where I, I really like the characters in his other films and this I'm just like I I, I again I, I really want to like Adam Driver's character in this or just really be that much more invested but it just wasn't grabbing me enough because it just wasn't much to hold on to There's, even for how subtle his performance was I think it, it kind of is the antithesis to like a the thief character where this sure. person closes off all of his happiness yeah and you know that there's that strive for it this dude closes off all of his sorrow and is a dick on the outside as well. Right. Yeah. He's it, also it, never in any danger. That yeah. that too. Like yeah. it, it's never like the stakes even, for the, him. Yeah, the, the stakes, stakes are high enough, but it's very like, 
well, you're going to, you know, might lose the company. He's not. It, and, yeah. uh, and like, it's all these things that we kind of know now in hindsight that are just like, well, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, superheroes where they're all going to survive. It's not like they're going to kill Captain Marvel. It's like, well, they're not going to fucking do anything <laughs> terrible to Ferrari. It's just more about seeing this moment in his life when things were kind of hairy. That's I mean, kind of about it's, it. It's Michael Mann's A Marriage Story. Also starring Adam Driver. <laughs> you know, it, it's a couple who are, they've been together a long mm-hmm. time. They've gone through a lot together. They still have some feelings for one another, but clearly the relationship has crumbled. And part yeah. of it is because, you know, obviously the death of the child, which she blames him for. And yeah. the fact that he is an emotionally closed off guy. So, yeah. And it's been Penelope, having an affair for and, a decade. And more than once. I mean, in fact, yeah. the first question I think Penelope Cruz asks him about it is like, is she different than the others? When, and yeah. Well, in, in the beginning, when he comes home and uh, her, she, he broke their rule. I don't care if you're screwing around, but you get here before the maid shows up and she fires a gun at him. Yeah. Yeah. Intentionally missing because she could have shot him. That yeah. was that was surprising. That was jarring. fun, right? But but that's the thing is the stakes for him in the relationship because we never see his uh, mistress really hold his feet to the fire. Clearly, she's unhappy the way that any it's, kept it's only person the, would the be. The name, the it's, name, and yeah. that's the thing because he's going to be christened. This is Italy in the fifties, yeah. so Confirmation's Catholicism everywhere. Yeah, and uh, will he have his father's name or will he be a bastard? But she never really holds his feet to the fire in their discussions of it. She's clearly going through things, but you know she's not going to leave him. Yeah, I I almost wish this this was like... uh, I I didn't see this movie, uh, Priscilla, but I wish that it was almost taken from the point of view of Penelope Cruz's character. I would have probably found that way more fascinating to see like him kind of on the sidelines and it's still like call Ferrari. I mean, it, it's still that uh, that's just a different movie. It certainly wouldn't be one made by Michael Mann. No. And sadly. it would have been made. It would have been Mann. made by Michelle woman. Oh God. I know. All right. Well, I guess we're going to wrap up. Okay. Final thoughts. Uh, final yeah. thoughts oh. now. Uh, Eric, let's get the hell out of here. What are your final thoughts? Uh, so I'm going to say that uh, if you have a father and I assume you do uh, watch this with him, because I think your dad will like it. And maybe he'll be kind of recognized by the women, though. Yeah. He's like, wait, what? But and he'll I, finally but, give you his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'd say, like, uh, if you're going to watch it, I mean, Penelope Cruz is definitely worth watching. She yeah. uh, carries every scene that she's in. Yeah. She, it's a really showy role for her in a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I give it, um, I'll give it three out of five secret families. Uh, Nathan. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm so in the pocket for man at this point. Yeah. I, there's only one Michael Mann movie I don't really love, which is The Keep, but I do find that movie fascinating. Uh, this isn't top tier man. I would put like Heat or Collateral or Thief or... Insider. Insider. So many. But this... Basically uh, everything you made 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but this falls in for me uh, more around the... Ali, um, sure. Because he's what's done like one? a couple of biopics, right? I mean, yeah, Public Ali, Enemies. Public which, Enemies, uh, yeah, yeah. Fun fact to sound young was the first R-rated movie I ever saw in a theater. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I am so fucking. Oh, mine was yeah. Starship Troopers. Yeah, we talked about those. Fuck Jesus me. Christ. Mine was the General with Buster Heaton. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in the day, we didn't know what it was called. It was just some guy would crank a camera, and film would go through, and a guy on an old time piano. I remember jumping play. out of the way because I thought a train was going to come through the screen. <laughs> Nathan, please finish. Let's let. But ultimately, uh, I found this to be one of probably the top. 25 best films I've seen this year. I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, technically proficient, as always. Uh, yeah. 
Chris walked in here earlier and said, yeah, yeah, I, I can't imagine that would benefit from a theater experience. We saw it in Dolby. I mean, it technically the, did. The sound yeah. felt like I was getting a haircut at points and my entire yeah. seat rumbled. It, I, you know, it might, it's a Michael Mann film, so that almost comes to be expected, but there are very few directors who can do what he does. I will give this uh, eight out of ten. Uh, Insanely horrific accents <laughs> by Shailene Woodley. Oh, I thought you were talking about yourself. I don't know what you're talking about, huh? Marco. This feels offensive. Now you're doing the mom and the exorcist, the priest mom. Amy, why you do this to me, Amy? Why are you doing this to me? Pensuzu. I'm in hell right now. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel right now. I'm in hell. No, I mean, look, you guys have kind of covered some of this already, and I think some of the initial press has said the same thing. Penelope Cruz is great in this. She's always Truly good, incredible. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she's just nailing this and is the most interesting character. Consequently, when she's off screen, some of the heart of the movie just kind of drops out. Drags. And I think, to Nathan's earlier point, yes, Michael Mann is like one of the best guys there is when doing like manly man movies about men who don't know how to get in touch with their emotions. He's accidentally stumbled onto this really interesting character in Penelope Cruz, but he didn't write the movie about her and she kind of steals the movie. Yeah. And I hope maybe in the future, Michael Mann looks at this and goes, I should explore this more. Because that's interesting, and that's a new kind of note in my uh, in my repertoire to sure. work with. Uh, the technical stuff and the racing is fantastic, but like I said, because it's set in that time period, it's very difficult to tell who's who. And because there are so many characters who we... The more characters there are, the less we get to know them. And because Ferrari himself is not in the cockpit of these cars... You're never really worried for for him, yeah. You know, other than like, well, this is going to be annoying if I lose, or I, there may be financial consequences, and it. So some of the stakes are out of it. I think by focusing on them, he wants to do the race car. You know, the race car stuff is how he sold this picture. Yeah, he's like, there's going to be race cars. It's going to be great. The more interesting story is the domestic stuff, and whenever we move away from it, which is often the film kind of just starts to slow down. And like I said earlier, a movie about racing shouldn't move this slowly. Mm. Even though it's two hours and 10 minutes, I suspect a director's cut might restore some of that and it might flow better. But I'm still glad I saw it in a theater with you guys. I had a good time. I'm going to give this seven out of 10 uh, toy cars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I thought the, the pacing was off in the end. I think that... You, you guys have talked about this already that um the the more interesting story is mainly regarding Penelope Cruz and how she was handling the relationship and uh and also just like her stakes in the company like I was I was a lot more fascinated with like the company mm-hmm. side of it rather yeah. than mm-hmm. even the fucking racing because I felt like I was like I saw Ford versus Ferrari and it was like I, I got it I, I don't I, I don't need this anymore and uh but also, the point, like, uh, it was, yeah, kind of difficult to figure out who was who. There was, there was points when I know it was like a an interesting moment when the the good guys Ferrari picks up one of the the Maserati guys, and at first it was like, oh, wait, what is happening? Like, I couldn't, I, I wasn't right. registering at a hundred percent, and I don't know if it was like, I I will never say that like Michael Mann shot something poorly, but it was, uh, it didn't give me the context clues of how 
like what I'm supposed to take from it. Uh, the, and like the editing was a little weird every now and then. Um, but it's still technically a, a still a great movie. Again, like the sound design was fantastic. Some of the performances were really good. Uh, but I mean, to you, like what you were saying earlier, Nathan, and like, I don't think this is going to be like top tier, like Michael Mann. Uh, like I think it was like more middling than anything mm-hmm. else. I don't necessarily think I'll ever really go back to see this movie because it is, for my point of view, it was kind of a slog uh, at times because it just like there are better race car movies. There's better race car movies, and it's funny. Like out of all the like the moments in the movie, like the race car stuff was like that's when it slowed down for me. Really? I wanted to go back to the fucking like uh, the domestic shit, just yeah. like because anytime Penelope Cruz is on camera, it felt like that uh, that energy you get where uh, like the Joker came on screen, like what the fuck is about to happen? Because they're either going to either kill each other or fuck each other. And right. I was like, that is awesome. That yeah. was a Jenna Rollins role to me. Yeah. Like she's yeah. spiraling. Yeah. And you can see it just when she's still and you look in her eyes, you can see it. And I mean, that's right. acting. That it, it was, she yeah. was really, really good. I hope she gets some recognition for this. I don't it's know. It's such a complicated year as far as competition. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Penelope we'll Cruz going to the bank is more stressful right? than the, yeah. the car chase. Yeah, it's true. It, exactly. So in the end, I'm probably going to give this uh, six out of ten. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is an inside joke only to our screening. Yeah. That's how you went over an audience is uh, right. keeping things to yourself. 